This is Echozoi Radio, episode 172 for August 2022, with Roger Patterson on Unlocking Science. Welcome to Echo Zoe Radio, the podcast outreach of Echo Zoe Ministries, where you'll hear about important topics affecting the church today. Our primary goal is to explore a variety of issues while remaining faithful to God and His Word. Stay with us for the next hour as your host, Andy Olson, shares his conversation with this month's guest. Here's your host, Andy Olson. I'm Andy Olson. Thanks for listening to Echo Zoe Radio. This is episode 172 for August 2022. Roger Patterson returns for another episode with me this month. In fact, I had the pleasure of speaking with him in person at his office at Answers in Genesis this time around. Roger's a science instructor at Answers in Genesis with a biology degree from Montana State University. He teaches biology and chemistry at the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter, as well as various online offerings. He's been on the show twice before to discuss the three-volume World Religions and Cults set that he co-authored with Bodie Hodge, and he returns this month to talk about the many science education options available through Answers in Genesis and which he engages in. This episode is available in video format, which you can find at Locals, Rumble, and YouTube. The Rumble version is also embedded in the webpage where you'll find the show notes for the episode as well, and that's at echozoe.com slash 172. Along with the embedded video, you'll find an outline of the discussion, additional resources, uh, and related episodes. Just a reminder that video is always secondary to audio, so while it's available, it's nothing fancy. There are a few visuals in the video version, but nothing that detracts from your ability to follow along to the audio-only format. And because this was an on-the-road episode, the audio is not exactly studio quality, but it turned out well enough overall. And I plan to continue to do some of these remote in-person interviews as opportunities arise. Look for us on social media. You can find Echo Zoe on Twitter, True Social, Gab, Parlor, Getter, and Telegram. Also, you can find an up-to-date list of all these various websites at echozoe.com slash linktree. Please also consider joining our locals page at echozoe.locals.com, where we are much more cancel-resistant than at the big-name, big-tech sites. We have a small but growing community, and we'd love for you to become a part of it with us. You can find all of the content that we put out, both paid and free, at the Locals page. It's also an easy way to support Echozoid Ministries for as little as $2 a month, though support is not necessary to be a part of the page. Don't forget that if you do come on to watch Jerusalem's King while you're there, it's pinned near the top of the page, making it easy to find. And last month's guest, Ryan Haban, is the producer of the film, I'm still quite proud to have been a part of making it myself, too. This episode is the first in a pair of episodes that were recorded at Answers in Genesis. The September episode was recorded shortly after this one and will be available on September 1st. For that episode, I talked with Dr. Nathaniel Jeanson, who has some really cool research on human history found in our genetics, of all places. So be ready for that one on September 1st, and it got to be quite a lively discussion, so... Come prepared for a bit longer episode, because that one was about an hour and 45 minutes long uh, recorded. 
So uh, I had a lot of fun with it, and I hope you enjoy that too. So check back on September 1st for that. should be able to go up right away because it's already recorded. Finally, I want to remind everyone about the Christian Podcast Community, where you can find a ton of excellent podcasts, and you can find that at christianpodcastcommunity.org. And with that, here's my discussion with Roger. Roger, it's a pleasure to, this is episode three with you. It's a pleasure to not only have you back, but I'm in your neck of the woods this yes. time. <laughs> and here at the Creation Museum in Northern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we got a, a nice little pre-show tour of some of the stuff we're going to talk about. And uh, we are, I wasn't sure if we was going to do video, but we've got the cameras going. So if people want to watch on video, I'll drop in a picture or two of uh, when we get to it. But um, the lab that we were looking at yeah. and stuff. We're gonna, mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about uh, science and your, what you're doing here at the Creation Museum. And yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a great opportunity here. So we've got the... Uh, the Creation Museum here in Northern Kentucky, the Ark Encounter down in Williamstown, just about 45 minutes south of here, all associated with Answers in Genesis as the big umbrella ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have heard of one or the other and don't necessarily always connect them with Answers in Genesis as a ministry, but uh, yeah, that's really the big, the parent ministry over both of those attractions. Mm-hmm. And when I reached out to you, I kind of left the topic in your court and um, you've been doing some videos and different uh, di- different science things here at the Creation Museum. I guess what I know you most for, aside from what we've done already in the past episodes, is your Unlocking the Science, which is a, a neat show. My kids have been using it to supplement. We do homeschooling and mm-hmm. uh, I, I think one of my weaknesses as a homeschool parent is that I'm, I'm kind of bad at the hands-on stuff yeah. on the science. Um, <laughs> It seems like we're always racing to get through the day and make sure that we cover everything and things get cut and some of the stuff that gets neglected would be dragging out the stuff to do the actual hands-on yeah. science and so one of the things I've done is to supplement with unlocking the science and letting the kids at least see it. They might not be doing it, but they're seeing mm-hmm. the stuff and, and they've really enjoyed it. Yeah. So the the episodes we've done in the past were all related around my background in Mormonism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Came out of the, the Mormon faith, but. Uh, um, science is another passion of mine. I was a science teacher before I came here to Answers in Genesis. So I taught for eight years in the public school system in uh, Wyoming before we moved here to Kentucky. And uh, not only was I a Mormon in a past life, as it were, (laughs) in the BC days, uh, but also I was trained as an evolutionary biologist. So my training in college uh, was actually from an evolutionary perspective, and I understood the world from that perspective. Um, It's a little complex. I was like pretending to be a Christian to marry my wife and other things like that. We're all mixed into there, but... So um, she's not Mormon or... No, she was not Mormon. And I came out of the Mormon faith when I was... 14 and met her when I was 16 or 17 and then we got married after high school and so the big long story we don't need to (laughs) (laughs) go down that rabbit trail but through college we got married when she graduated a year after me and Mm -hmm. uh, through college trained as an an evolutionary biologist and chemistry taught biology and chemistry from those perspectives and I was the uh, in Wyoming I helped lead um, the standards board uh, in the state of Wyoming that 
oversaw how <laughs> evolution was actually taught in the public school system there in Wyoming and uh, dealing with how it was assessed across the state. So I was the state chair of that uh, standards and assessment committee. <laughs> <laughs> what a change. <laughs> Making sure evolution got taught the right way. And um, Wouldn't you like to be back in that position today? <laughs> um, I, don't in think a way. I, I don't think I'd last very long is the <laughs> yeah. problem. And then God changed my heart and then with that heart change came a change of mind. Mm -hmm. uh, I understood God's word uh, to teach that he created everything in six days, the Bible is true, evolution is not, yeah. and flipped all that around and uh, started seeing the world through a biblical young earth creation view. And within a few years, I was here at Answers in Genesis, wow. teaching and doing apologetics and working through that different framework. And um, one of the first projects I did was uh, this book called Evolution Exposed, and it is kind of, I jokingly say it's my penance for, <laughs> for uh, teaching uh, biology wrong for all those years. So we did a, uh, uh, went through all of the popular high school biology textbooks and looked at all the evolutionary content in them and trying to explain how you can look at that as a Christian student and understand the errors and then see it from a biblical perspective mm -hmm. as well. And then followed that up with an earth science edition. And so, um, yeah, science is definitely, um, science and science education has always been a passion of mine, along with the dealing with the cult issues and, and yeah. those types of things. And um, well, it's really cool how you've been able to carry that from your, you call it your BC days <laughs> into your career now and continue that passion, and, yeah. but do it in a Christ-honoring way. Yep, so you mentioned uh, the show Unlocking Science. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to mention how that got started. And yep, that was that was a fascinating story. So every science teacher wants to be Bill Nye <laughs> and have his own science show and do all those fun things. Mm -hmm. And it was back at the beginning of the pandemic in March of 2020, uh, things were changing in society and as a, as an attraction here at the museum, at the Ark, things were um, up in the air. We were, were we gonna be able to stay open with the COVID things happening and, and all of the regulations coming down from the state and how to, mm -hmm. how to deal with all that. And we were um, facing getting shut down for at least a period and things were just all what was, up in the air. What was Kentucky like in that period? Um, we had just changed governors to an unfavorable um, governor. Okay. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Leave all the political stuff. I think stuff, I understand. Leave all the political stuff yeah. off to the side. And um, yeah, it was not a, a good climate and he was looking at closing basically everything down. And mm -hmm. so uh, things were getting very tight and uh, limiting travel and all kinds of things. So sure. um, How yeah, long basically- How last though? Uh, I'm terrible with dates, but we were closed for a number of months. Months, um, okay. Yeah. So it was end of March when, yeah. March 2020, when things kind of started to really get clamped down. Mm -hmm. And our um, founder and uh, CEO, Ken Ham, said, Roja, we're gonna have you start a science show in three days. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, an effort really, because we knew families were getting put in these hard situations where they were gonna be yeah. stuck at home and weren't 
uh, weren't able to get out and do a lot of things. And so we wanted to be able to provide content. Mm -hmm. um, Ken's passion has always been to get content to people so that they can understand the truth of God's word, delivering it in lots of different avenues with our speakers yeah. uh, here at the, the museum, the Creation Museum and down at the Ark Encounter. And even here, when we when we speak, we talk about different topics. We recommend resources to people because you'll hear a talk and you'll say, oh, those were neat ideas. But you go home. You want to learn more. You want to learn more. You yeah. want to continue learning about that. So we we offer lots of resources here through our bookstores and other things. Um, on our website, answersingenesis.org, we've got thousands of articles dealing with these things. So Ken wanted to have a way for families to be able to get more content into into their homes, especially during this lockdown phase. And uh, so he wanted me to start a science show. In uh, he, It was literally like three days from now, you're going to be doing this live Facebook show and come up with some ideas. And so I started to scramble and freak out a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, throwing, throwing some things together. And we did a few... But you're um, well equipped for it. Though. Yeah, I mean, coming out of high school science, <laughs> Lot, be... lots of experience in those types of things, yeah. and and um, we're sure God was blessing all those things and trusting in Him to to um, bring all the right people and the right uh, tools together to make it all happen. Mm -hmm. And we had the infrastructure in, in place to do the Facebook Live programs, and yeah. and so our team <laughs> fired off all those things, and we got our. Uh, first, we called it Science Live from the Lab or something <laughs> yeah. really, really terrible, terrible branding at the beginning. And uh, did a few programs. I think a couple of the first ones we did were on germs and how they spread and hand washing. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember uh, rockets shooting off just out the Yeah, we did rockets with Dr. Faulkner and all kinds of fun things like that. I uh, just... I went back just to, for a little nostalgia and watched one we did on catalysts and how hydrogen peroxide decomposes. Mm -hmm. were, <laughs> compared to what uh, what we've kind of moved into, they were they were terrible, but I'm sure God's used them to, to bless yeah. many families. Well, when I watch with the kids, right, sometimes I get busy and I just turn it on and let the kids watch an episode. And um, I, I guess what it takes my mind back to is I grew up with, uh, Nickelodeon and Mr. Wizard's World. Sure. <laughs> and I love that kind of stuff. I thought it was cool seeing him working hands-on and and I see your stuff in many ways kind of similar to what I watched as a kid with that. And um, But I love that it's done with a biblical mindset and my kids are getting that and they enjoyed it. You saw when we met up this morning. Yes. My, my son's been bugging <laughs> me for days. Am I going to get to meet Mr. Patterson? And, like we'll 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 try to make it happen. <laughs> yep, that's that's great. And to and that was really the goal was to um, help help people see uh, we get those programs. You go onto any of the the mainstream television platforms, you're going to get things, and they're going to sprinkle in evolutionary content and all kinds of other things that aren't going to honor God as the one who's created all of these things. And mm -hmm. that's what we want to do here at Answers in Genesis in all of our programming. Whether it's our, we've got Explore Days where kids come in for the day and we'll do a, a topic yeah. on things like um, uh, paleontology or dinosaurs or forensics or physical science, all those types of things. Mm -hmm. But we want to make sure God's at the center of those things and His Word is exalted in all of that. And the same thing was true with Unlocking Science. We wanted to make sure He was... Um, 
going to be the focal point of all of those things, that it's his creation and it's because he's sustaining and upholding all of those things like we read in passages like Genesis 8 and mm-hmm. Hebrews 1 and Colossians 1 that we can um, yeah. see his handiwork in all of those things. Yeah. So one of the things uh, you kind of brought up uh, as we were planning this out, uh, kind of a whole menu of things that are available. And of course, my family's really familiar with unlocking the science, but I don't want to focus just on that. So, mm-hmm. you know, the the platform's yours. Let's let's talk about some of the other stuff that you do and like where can people go? And I mean, I, whatever you want, <laughs> I guess. Um, so when we think about unlock, let's just. Um, unravel unlocking science a little bit more. So we yeah. started that as a as this single cell phone camera <laughs> yeah. around the room. We brought in uh, some of the other um, docs that we have on staff. So we've got Dr. Georgia Purdom, who's a yep. geneticist, and um, Dr. Menton, who's a, an anatomist who passed away uh, earlier this year. Uh, we have Dr. Uh, Rivera, who's a forensic scientist, and Dr. Faulkner, who's an astrophysicist. So I've got access to all these amazing experts who can yeah. work with me to, yeah. to do these things. And we use them in, in these amazing ways. Uh, we did something like 80 episodes through that summer to connect families. And then I got burnout. <laughs> we had to hit pause. And then we did a whole reset on the show. And instead of this single camera um, using a cell phone camera just to do everything kind of live, uh, we reset. And um, that December, we turned it into a fully produced show. And we got five camera angles and slow motion cameras and B-roll and sound effects mm-hmm. and animations. So going into what we call season three and four, which are available on our answers tv platform so Mm -hmm. out of that the (laughs) pandemic uh, really kicked us into launching our answers tv streaming platform as a way to get that content out to families because there's so many um, so many of the options that are available for families are just full of things that we don't want to be training our children with yeah and uh, there's so much of what uh, we can throw out all the buzzwords with the woke content and the liberal content and all those things, but it's it's ungodliness. Yeah. And our goal kind of a natural consequence of of going into that evolutionary worldview mm-hmm. and yeah. a secular worldview. And, yeah, absolutely. So our goal as a ministry is to point people to God's word as truth, to Jesus Christ as Savior, and all of those things. If we if we mix all of that into our thinking, our, the Bible is the foundation of our thinking in every area. Mm-hmm. If we bring that into the education realm, then that's going to color the way we teach science and we educate yeah. in those realms. And so Unlocking Science turned into this fully produced program. Uh, we started doing hands-on episodes, which you mentioned. Yeah. So every... Uh, every 10th or so episode during the summer, we do a hands-on episode. You can download PDFs off the website and do an activity with your kids related to the, the teaching lesson. Uh, then in the produced um, episodes, we did those as well. So it's just been an amazing uh, amazing thing God's turned into uh, from a, a little uh, thing we started with <laughs> the pandemic to this amazing show. Yeah. And now I get to uh, do things that are my passion and 
uh, blend that with God's word and, and communicating the gospel in amazing ways. Through that. Is it now? I, we have Answers TV, and that's yeah. that's why we watch. Is that exclusive there now, or are you still um, doing a little bit on Facebook? There, or? There's some of it still. It's on our Answers uh, TV, our Answer, our YouTube channel. Okay. So there's some of those episodes still there, mm-hmm. but primarily through the Answers TV. So, uh, but you know, that's a it's a subscription, but it's only it's about affordable. forty dollars a year yeah. to get full access to all that. Was that three fifty yeah. a month? Yeah, something like that. Three twenty five a month. Yeah, it's very very affordable. Yeah. So we're trying to do this not in a way that we're breaking in the box, but we're trying to as a ministry to make it a, a, affordable for families to be yeah. able to access those things. Yeah, um, and that's been like I said a couple times now. It's been a real blessing to us because uh, you know, like I said, doing our homeschooling, it's. It's a great supplement for us. That's how we use it, and mm-hmm. uh, definitely affordable. I spend more than that on one book, you know. For <laughs> yeah, even you know, homeschool materials. I, I've been moving towards uh, master books. Is I'm buying a lot of stuff through master books for yeah. our homeschooling. I, I really like their stuff, and I know they published the books that we yeah, talked we about last time. Yeah, we worked with them a lot. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and their their stuff is very affordable, but uh, Answers is even competitive with <laughs> their affordable stuff. Yeah, we're working. Uh, we work with them. They're one of our main publishers. We do a lot with them and coordinate with them. So absolutely. So other educational opportunities, like you mentioned before, uh, we've got a, a lab here on site at mm-hmm. the Creation Museum and down at the Ark Encounter that we've just finished. And that allows us to bring in students. So we have um, homeschool students who come in throughout the year and we do a lab like every two weeks they'll, they'll come in uh, so this is only for students who are close enough to be able to travel in sure but we've got biology um, I'm gonna miss them on <laughs> biology forensic science environmental science physical science and astronomy oh uh, no oh I'm this is this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> biology physical science you didn't um, know there was going to be a quiz. Man, I gave myself a quiz. Biology, <laughs> physical science, um, environmental science, forensics, and chemistry. I'm the one who teaches it. That's terrible. <laughs> chemistry. So we've got those five labs that run okay. through the year. What's forensics now? Um, forensic science. So they do techniques like DNA, fingerprinting, and fingerprinting, and analyzing crime So crimes. this kind of stuff you imagine when you're watching those laws. Yeah, CSI. CSI show, type yeah, shows. Yep, yep. So Dr. Rivera was a forensic uh, analyst with um, in Atlanta, and okay. her dad was as well. So she does all those programs. And um, Dr. Sneed uh, on our education team as well. She works with that. and mm-hmm. yep, They're actually away this week at a forensics conference in Nebraska, in Omaha. Yep. So um, teaching those things, we're trying to expand those offerings all the time. And uh, we do intensives during the summer where students come in for a week-long block. So they're getting 15 of those high school labs and uh, trying to build in those programs more and more as we can. Uh, so we've got opportunities for high school students. Uh, we also do Explore Days, which are um, here at the Creation Museum and down at the Ark Encounter. Uh, we've got those for older kids and for Explore Juniors for the younger kids. Mm-hmm. And those are uh, themed days. So they'll come in for a day of, uh, I do Explore Physical Science, for example. And we'll uh, talk about uh, physics of motion and different things and we'll do fun activities uh, and then we have our explore camps which are a week long during the summer and we so get to a little do, bit more conducive to the 
people that got to travel yeah. further. So families will come in and they'll stay for the week and the family can do fun activities around mm -hmm. while the kids come for the day and do those things. And that's, uh, then we'll do a different theme each day. So uh, we did, during the physical science day, we did, talked about the laws of motion in the morning and did some fun activities. We've got really cool technology. Uh, we're using iPads connected to sensors to oh, cool. measure marbles moving down tracks and look oh, at cool. velocity. <laughs> really cool technology that uh, we've been blessed to be able to get with amazing supporters and donors. Mm -hmm. And then we get to go outside and do zip lines and water, oh, water balloon launching and catapults. and. Uh, I love to build all kinds of fun things. To you know, my do kids that. are going to watch Hands this, <laughs> and they're going to say, "Where do we got to go back?" Summer camp, dang. <laughs> but but it's really. Do you have um, dorms? We can just send the kids, and <laughs> no, <laughs> no, this is we don't do the dorm thing. It, it's really about um, helping kids connect to all of those amazing things. God's creation is so full of wonderful things to do and see and touch and feel and explore and mm -hmm. uh, just really getting them involved in all those activities. Fun. So those are kind of the main things that we do um, here at the museum. Uh, and those are also offered down at the ARC as well. So lots of lots of opportunities. And uh, we have on our website, if you go to answersingenesis.org or creationmuseum.org, We've got an education tab on each of those sites and you click on there and you'll be able to see all the information about those different activities. So I uh, hope people can get an opportunity to check those out and see yeah, those. Yeah, sounds fun. I don't have a follow-up question to that. <laughs> <laughs> we well, also do um, online education is another area. Yeah, I, I, okay, I did have one. <laughs> I didn't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> Online education, uh, we started, that was one of my first projects when I came here. So I've been with the ministry a little over 16 years now. Oh, wow. And uh, that was, uh, other than the Evolution Exposed books, Online education was one of the first things they tasked me with, was mm -hmm. developing that online ed program. So we've been running those classes for uh, 16 years now. And we've got a group of creation apologetics classes. Okay. We call those our CAP classes, C-A-P, creation apologetics classes. And then we have a group of world religions classes based around uh, the world religions and cults books that I did with Bodie Hodge. And we've mm -hmm. done the, the previous shows on those. Yeah. Uh, so those are great resources. Um, what is the format then of the online? Is it interactive or is it more just like watching watching some videos and then go and do it? Or? Yeah, we've really done it as a self-directed study. Okay. Yeah, so there's not any like interaction with other students or instructors. It's uh, basically built around our video teaching and articles that are grouped together by topics. Okay. Uh, so we've got astrolog or <laughs> astrology. Astrology. No, we no don't you teach better astrology. not have astrology. <laughs> Astronomy, <laughs> uh, biology, geology, um, then our foundations classes. Mm -hmm. And the, so there are those basic core um, ideas taught from that young earth biblical creation perspective. Mm -hmm. And then in the world religions, it's framed around uh, four classes framed around the books. Okay. And uh, so you're, you're looking at those, it's basically aggregating our resources around those things. So you can sure. study those different topics and, and work through uh, those things in a, in a systematic way rather than just reading through things and, and uh, picking those things together. 
So it's really geared at uh, kind of ages 16 and up just because okay. of the reading level and the yeah. and the videos are, some of them are like hour long lectures and things. So but about a 10th, 11th, 12th yeah. grade? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, but uh, they're, they're quizzes and things associated with them to help it be a little bit more challenging. And they're not just, they're, they're multiple answer quizzes oh. <laughs> to make it as, as challenging as possible in an online environment. Uh, okay. that, that's, the, that's the hardest thing with an online learning environment is how to, how to get a reasonable assessment. So we've tried to think through that as, as good as we can and, and mm -hmm. do that in, uh, in, in the best way possible without having, uh, we don't, just don't have the resources and the staff to be able to, to, to do interactive that in an interactive so. way. Yeah. We did it in the, in the initial phases and it's just, we, it just got too big and we couldn't, mm -hmm. couldn't handle it. Anymore. Understandable, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was, I, if I go back a little bit, I was going to ask about that. When you were at the beginning, you were talking about the transition going from your BC days. Mm -hmm. And I was curious about what time, like what year that would have been, like. Um, it was around 2002, because that's okay. when my, <laughs> my uh, youngest son was born. Um, so I had graduated college in 1998 from Montana State University in Billings. And my, wife had, my wife's family had moved from Idaho to Wyoming and then bought a lumber yard. And mm. I graduated. She was getting her accounting degree, didn't quite finish, but went down to do the books for her parents lumber yard and okay and uh the the uh short story um i had been pretending to be a christian for yeah, many that. years <laughs> and convinced the the pastor who married us and and her she was her parents were not believers and she was very a very immature undiscipled sure. christian and um it was that period I didn't have to go to church because I was working weekends and I was um, I was just playing along and um, there was some point during studying biochemistry that one of my professors who I later found out was Roman Catholic and was trying to kind of subtly push intelligent design ideas in his classes uh. he threw up this big um, I actually have the chart back here on my shelf somewhere <laughs> of, uh, oh, here it is, I think, actually. This, uh, <laughs> um, he put up this overhead transparency oh, of the it. glycolysis pathway and uh, okay. all, these, you, uh, all these reactions. <laughs> okay. No, that's over my head, so I'm sure a lot of people listening are like, oh, gly what? Bioglycolysis <laughs> pathway, all the, how sugar gets processed inside oh, okay. of a cell and turned into energy, and said, <laughs> this all just happened by chance. <laughs> and there was another professor, they were co-teaching, and he was like a hard atheist. And they got into this little scuffle, and something in me right there went from uh, maybe there's some kind of a, yeah, some kind of designer, but mm -hmm. I don't need the God of the Bible kind of thing. Sure. And so after um, we moved to Wyoming, I got a job teaching high school, and I didn't have the excuse of working on Sundays anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we were going to a, a Baptist church with with my wife, and and. Uh, realized I was playing along and playing the game and I realized I had become 
the same plastic fake hypocrite uh-huh. that I hated in the Mormon church. That's mm-hmm. the reason I had left Mormonism. It was just all this fake, hypocritical, plastic. You mm-hmm. do all this stuff on Sunday and then you act totally different the rest of the week. Yeah. And I realized I had become the hypocrite I hated and started reading the Bible that summer. I was building a house for my brother-in-law. I built houses in the summer and and um, God just got a hold of me through his word and the spirit convicting me of those things. And I don't have like this drop to my knees moment, but mm-hmm. um, through that summer, fall, into the next spring. Um, my son was born in June of 2002, and God had just changed my heart and my from this selfish man who was pursuing everything <laughs> that he wanted to uh, someone who recognized that he was sinful, needed to repent of those things, and, and uh, actually help his wife raise his We had twin, uh, started off with twins, oh. <laughs> and, uh, and be more supportive of her. And, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I was just curious, because it, it was kind of sounding to me like, like our, our stories go back to, to the same general time period. Mm-hmm. You know, I was saved in 1999, and then uh, my first experience with uh, Ken Ham was a, 2020 or 2000 sorry um, I went to a conference in Colorado and Ken Ham was one of the speakers and Kent Hoven was one of the speakers mm-hmm. if you remember him and um, it was my first experience with a young earth creation view and it was like all of a sudden oh I don't I can believe all the Bible you know I am a new fresh Christian but I can really believe the whole thing and not just uh, try to uh, turn it into you know, some kind of deep mythology that, that mm-hmm. you know, Christ comes out of later. And yeah, so the funny parallel story is my wife's uncle, <laughs> Uncle Dirk, was also a, a science teacher back in Idaho, mm-hmm. and he had been feeding me all of these resources, uh, Creation Magazine, which was from uh, old Answers in Genesis through Australia and things, and uh, books and things from creationist authors and all these interesting things and intelligent design books and so I had this box of books from Uncle Dirk that were the cute books from Uncle Dirk like yeah <laughs> thanks thanks those are cute books and cute mm. pictures and, and something and so, causes you to actually look at them yeah God had been preparing this storehouse of truth for me through those years mm-hmm. and it's um, funny how that works. <laughs> providentially. Yeah. And so um, I, I describe it as God just flipped a switch in my brain and I just started consuming all of those things. And yeah. we were out in a house a mile out of town with dial-up modem, <laughs> two, <laughs> yeah. 25, um, just super slow connection. 2400 baud? Yeah, just, and so, but at the school, we had a gig connection. Oh. oh. And so I could go and watch videos and grade papers and stuff, so I'd do that in the mm-hmm. evenings and um, just consumed hours and hours of videos or mm-hmm. I'd lo- start loading a video and go make dinner and come back and watch the video <laughs> <laughs> after dinner was done uh, and those types of things so just consumed as many resources from answers in Genesis as I could and uh, started reading all kinds of intelligent design I didn't understand the distinctions then yeah um, that they're not interested in who God is yeah as much 
but um, things from Michael Behe and others, and the basic arguments are okay, but he is an evolutionist. <laughs> Many people don't recognize that, but mm. Michael Behe's fine saying chimps are our ancestors. Mm. Um, so intelligent design has, uh, it's, it's okay in some aspects, but we need to kind be very aware of those things. Gateway drug either way. Yeah. Whether you're going to evolution <laughs> yep, or from go, evolution. Yeah, you can go one way or the other there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was um, just God working in very, very miraculous ways mm. and providing those things and uh, can, can just give him praise for um, doing amazing things for me. And then looking back 20 years back in the past and saying, he's done awesome things and I want to make sure that what I do here, when I get to interact with people like your kids who watch my show, um, I am so thankful that that's, that's the case. I've, I've been able to raise my kids in that truth, kids in our church in that type of truth. Um, who knows how many others. And when they come and they get to, get, they get to see, uh, oh, that's the other, we do live programs here at the Creation Museum every day for guests. So I get to do mm -hmm. Unlocking Science Live and I do a microscope show and a Up in Flames is my favorite <laughs> show. I basically blow stuff up for an hour. Oh, fun. And, uh, you and, say every day? Not well. We do live programming every day, oh, okay. but yeah. I do it several, a couple times a week. Okay, yeah. So we rotate you don't through all to be the on today. speakers. I, I'm not today. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Streamer's on today. Oh, okay. uh, who has another amazing show, Hike and Seek, on our Answers TV platform. Okay, uh, but I will be, yeah, uh, doing helping him handle animals and stuff today. Oh, fun. Um, but I get to interact with him, and it's it's a blessing to see how God uses you in those ways. Yeah. Sometimes people, we hear stories of missionaries who work for 20, 30, 40 years and never see the fruits of their labor. So mm -hmm. I'm so thankful that God gives me that little glimpse into those things. Yeah, it's such see. a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, I, I want to make sure we hit up as much as we can on the resources. You know, uh, Is there anything that we've missed that you want to talk about? Uh, I just... I just want to reiterate the importance of keeping that solid biblical foundation mm -hmm. in every area of the curriculum. Uh, we've focused mostly on science here, but whether you do in uh, English, trying to un understand those types of things, literature, you're dealing with social studies, um, math even. What, yeah. Where's the origin of math? It's yeah. God created order, and it's it's the numbers and that structure that come from the mind of God that we can point back to mm -hmm. him. Um, just being able to, as a, as a Christian parent, whether you're homeschooling or public school or private school, whatever avenue you're choosing there, making sure that there's that touchstone where you're really communicating with your kids that God is the one who's behind all of these subjects. Yeah. Um, we use a, a big framework teaching called the Seven Seas of History, which oh, okay. yeah. gives this, yeah, from creation to corruption to catastrophe um, to confusion, and then jumping forward to uh, Christ coming on the cross to die so that we can have a future hope in the consummation. Mm -hmm. So framing that big picture of history, we think about the meta-narrative of, of all of Scripture. It kind of ties all those pieces together. Mm -hmm. um, 
using something like that to fit all of this together. Where does war come from? We're talking about history, we talk about yeah. war. Well, yeah. it comes from corruption. It goes back to the origin of sin. We tie all those, all those things together. We're talking about uh, social studies and different people groups. Take that back to confusion at the Tower of Babel. And yeah. so we've got, we've got tools like that that can help parents and families um, really connect those truths back to scripture. Root them in God's word and God's truth so that we don't have to float around and wonder how all these things tie into the Bible, but we've got a, a solid source there. So yeah. we've got lots of great resources. Well, I know that. as a parent myself, you know, homeschooling myself, it's always in the back of my mind and worrying that, you know, I can bring my kids up right, I can point them to the Bible, I can mm-hmm. teach them the values, and I can weave that into the curriculum and, and everything, but there's always that worry that, aside from, they still need the Holy Spirit to get them yes. saved in the end and so I, I do worry that um, you know are they gonna go off to college and and apostatize or whatever you know and, but um, yeah I totally agree and we've uh, it's been an interesting journey in our family going through different curriculum and whatever and trying mm-hmm. to trying to give the kids that foundation and 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 exposing them to some of the secular worldview but that explaining sure why it's wrong, why don't we agree with it. And, yeah. and it, it's encouraging, you know, the kids will hear, you know, 50,000 years ago and they're like, they're lying. <laughs> you know, that's just, it's just second nature to them that they, they, they've always come up with a young earth view. And mm-hmm. um, we, we've, my oldest, you know, you talk about like social studies and literature and stuff like that. And we're using the master books and they're pretty good about, you know, exposing the kids to, in the literature to, some of the a lot of secular literature but then it's all about worldview they're they're teaching the kid you know is this uh you know what worldview is this is this a romantic worldview is this a uh, I, I can't even remember them all but there's a mm-hmm. list of like seven different worldviews that yeah. they have to figure out which one does this fit in and they're reading books like you know the pearl by john steinbeck and moby dick and you know they're not uh biblical worldview type books but um, exposing to those kids to the stuff that we grew up with, but yet that's showing, okay, how does that fit worldview-wise and stuff? Yeah, well, there's there's a training there that's going to happen because they're yeah. going to get out on their own. Yeah. And, of course, we we are not the ones who are going to convert our children. That's, that's the role of the Holy Spirit. But we, yeah. um, our role is to train them up in that in that truth and in that knowledge of truth and guide them as much as we can trusting that god will as he pleases um, draw them to himself and well you you mentioned earlier about in your own life that like storehouse of wisdom that the lord had built up before mm-hmm. he saved you and, yeah and then all of a sudden just one day you know, it, it just clicks yeah. all of a sudden you realize that okay that, that all makes sense mm-hmm and that's what we can hope for our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I have been blessed. We're trusting that all three of our children are walking with Christ and um, we're seeing that fruit, um, but we know families in our church who aren't and yeah. and they were grew up alongside of our kids and it's, it's hard to see those that's things. That's every parent's fear. Yeah, <laughs> every parent's fear. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's something that we can't be anxious about those things because we have to entrust those things yeah. to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I have the same feelings towards the kids that I have towards other relatives, you know, mm-hmm. just praying that the uncle or grandma or whatever 
will come to Christ while they have the time. And, yeah. But uh, all right. Well, we're I think we're a little ahead of schedule, uh, but um, we don't have to go an hour. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to share? I mean, we got uh, we were talked about going another fifteen minutes, but we don't have to. Um, maybe uh, just since we've mentioned this idea of young earth and and the ministry of answers in Genesis, maybe just uh, take a second to dispel a a myth that we hear a lot as a ministry. Um, A lot of people will say, oh, well, you think people have to believe in a young earth to be saved and that type of stuff. Um, That's that's not what we believe. It's a secondary issue. And Mm -hmm. just as as we've been saying here in the last few minutes, we believe that it is, and you can go look at our statement of faith and the way we spell those things out, uh, we make that very clear. It is repentance and faith in Christ that are the, the core of salvation. Mm-hmm. And so as we, as we look at those things and we look at the idea of the age of the earth and evolution and, and teaching those types of things, we draw those things out of an authority of scripture issue. And um, we're a parachurch ministry, and we try to come alongside the church and encourage the church in those types of things. Uh, so it is, it is repentance and faith in Christ that is the absolute most important message. It's the gospel message that we want to be proclaiming as people come here. You walk through the museum, you're going to see that message. You're going to hear that message. You walk through the ark. You're going to hear that message multiple times. You're going to see it in multiple places. Uh, as we were designing exhibits, um, I worked with our editorial review board. That was Ken's Ken's heart multiple times. I said, "Where where else can we get the gospel here? Let's get it in this door and the cross, and let's put these pieces here." Uh, we brought in Ray Comfort to do the gospel presentation in this movie and mm-hmm. all these things. So um, don't. Uh, I just want to be, want to make sure people understand that uh, we're not all about converting people to believe in a young earth because you can believe in a young earth and not trust in Christ and you'll have an eternity in hell. It's it's yeah. focusing on and even our kids, we can get them to believe in a young earth and not trust in Christ. Yeah. And they'll find an eternity in hell. So we want to point them um, not to believing in all of these scientific proofs and evidences and things that we talk about, but really trusting in Christ has got to be the the focus of all of these things. I don't teach science to get people uh, to believe my view yeah. <laughs> of science. I get them, uh, I, I teach science because I see the the glory of God in those things and the way he's created everything. And I, I point them back to passages like Colossians 1 and Hebrews 1 and say, look at who Christ is and look at him as Savior and you are in need of him as Savior. You're fallen in Adam. We're all descended from Adam and you in Adam and individually have sinned and it's your need of Christ as Savior. That's the utmost importance and the gospel message has got to be where we focus. Well said. Yeah, very well said. Well, um, I've been going back and forth because I'm, I'm when I finish up with you, I'm going up to Dr. Nathaniel Jeanson to talk about um, some very interesting genetics mm-hmm. work. And so going back and forth, do I do I release this your episode in August or do I release <laughs> his episode in August? And uh, 
with that comes which episode number is it and whatnot for show notes purposes and stuff and as I was talking to my wife this morning I said I think it makes most sense to publish them in recording order (laughs) because I was afraid if I say something in this one or hey I talked to Roger Patterson about that that it would not make sense if they were (laughs) a reverse order sure Um, so that puts this at episode 172 episode or uh, echozoe.com slash 172 for uh, show notes and I'm going to put in um, links to stuff that we've talked about you talk about different resources and the classes and the camps and whatnot and at least the general page sure maybe, maybe mm-hmm. not everything in particular but um, I want to pick out I'm going to go I, I'm not on Facebook I kind of dropped Facebook a little while ago but uh, you mentioned this you do have stuff on YouTube and you know you sent me a link to it one of your videos on YouTube and so I'll send that so people can get their gateway mm-hmm. into it. Sure. Um, I've really enjoyed the answers.tv. There's a lot of stuff on there. Oh yeah. And um, but you could start with uh, the YouTube to get a feel for unlocking the science and what you guys do and and then uh, come on over to answers TV and <laughs> <laughs> see you're working on season four now. Uh, yeah, season three is fully released, and season four should be released pretty soon. And we're okay. hoping to be recording season five pretty soon. And are you still doing them like with now that it's all on Answers TV? Is it live or is it pre-recorded? No, it's all pre-recorded stuff. So okay, now, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, uh, that's that's great. And like I said multiple times, it's been a great resource for us. We've enjoyed it, and and. Uh, I, it was just so fun to see my son keep asking, are we going to see, can I see Mr. Patterson? I mean, that would be like, you know, my Mr. Wizard days. If we're going to be in his neighborhood, I want to see Mr. Wizard. That's fun to see, and I'm glad that, that yeah. God's using that in that way. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Roger. I really appreciate your time, and for a special privilege, you don't usually do hour-longs at, <laughs> at Answers in Genesis with people, so thanks for making an exception for me. And You're welcome. Glad out. to be with you. Awesome. Echo Zoe Radio is an outreach of Echo Zoe Ministries. If you are blessed by the show, please consider offering your support. There are many things you can do to help, including prayer, sharing the show with others, and your financial support. Echo Zoe Ministries is a registered nonprofit organization with 501c3 tax-exempt status, and your donations are tax-deductible. For more information about how you can support Echo Zoe Ministries, please visit echozoe.com support. That wraps up episode 172. Thanks for listening to Echo Zoe Radio. For show notes, visit echozoe.com slash 172. Come on over to the Echo Zoe Ministries Locals page too at echozoe.locals.com where you can support the ministry as well as interact with the community and watch the film Jerusalem's King. And I look forward to seeing you there. The September episode, as I mentioned at the very beginning, was recorded right after wrapping up this one and will be out right away next month. Dr. Nathaniel Jeanson has a ton of fascinating research into our genetic history and is working to trace back to the flood and the Tower of Babel by way of the genetic information found in the Y chromosome. I found it fascinating. I hope you do too. I really enjoyed that discussion and I look forward to posting it in just a few weeks. So Lord willing, we'll be back on September 1st with that episode of Echo Zoe Radio. 